Yo, it's your boy, The Museum Experience. I have a very special guest on my podcast. Also, we have our sexy co-host with us, Cecily Nova. I'm Cece Nova Kane, the Barbarian Princess. You already know. So, this is my boy. I was in the United States Marine Corps. I'm going to let him introduce himself. I would like him to start off. Say your name, where you from, how old you are, how you met me, and then go into whatever you freestyle, whatever you want to talk about. So, ready, set, go. Go ahead. Hey, my name is uh, Jay Bond Thompson. Uh, from Durham, North Carolina. I was in the Marines, my boy Bo, for a good four or five years. Um, yeah, niggas out now. Shit, back in back in the bowl, bro. Just trying to just trying to figure this thing you call life out. So you left the Marine Corps. What day, specific day, did you get out? Shit, June. Well, I term to leave. Shit, June. It was June 4th, I want to say. June 4th was my last day. And yeah. what's the first thing you did upon being a civilian again? <laughs> See, I had to, well, I had to, I had to drop my car because I had to go to fucking, uh, I met a friend out there in Cali. And we smoked and joked, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> For a couple of days, <laughs> and we drove back. What, one last, one last. I'm sorry to cut you out. One last thing. Can you tell tell my radio, tell my guests, how did you and I meet? And what made you want to get cool with me? Oh, shit, man. We, me, and, me and my nigga Bose met and got there in the schoolhouse. I said, I said, a slave house. <laughs> <laughs> me, and him, me and him met at the schoolhouse, goddamn. And I just all the back knew, man. I was like, man, this a real dude. My father about to say, this a real dude, man. I was like, bro. Somebody that stand on values and somebody that you know, what I'm saying I, can, mm. I know I can relate to. What was I about you to know, say? Go back. Oh, 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 oh. So you called it a slave house. Go into that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so and, you know, most MOS is you know what I'm saying you got to go to a schoolhouse and you got to learn your job. Man, this schoolhouse, goddamn, we was on lockdown. You know, Man. So you put a bunch of males and females in. You know. You got, of course, you got some people that want to be king. Someone, you know, everybody want to be a goddamn chief in that bitch. Goddamn, we and no, nobody got no real rank. <laughs> <laughs> nobody got no real rank, and then you know, everybody want to be in total control of somebody. Then you know, it's females in there, so you got certain niggas that want to goddamn look boastful, goddamn look, you know, powerful than others, and you got, you know. You would have these people, you know, squad leaders, you know, who wish to ride from boot camp too. Squad leaders who, you know, they can do foul shit and do whatever they want. But when it comes to, you know, other people, it's like, you know, we can't do that type of shit. We got to just, we got to watch what we do. But they can do foul shit. It's cool if they do it. But when we do it, it's just, nah, you know what I'm saying? Because we ain't, you know what I'm saying? We ain't a leader there, so. (laughs) Wow, brother. That's beautiful. Hold on. Okay, so you you said that I'm the kind of person that stand on principles and values. Did you say that? Yeah, yeah. What what did I do when I walked? Like, cause we only met him. We I walked in this room full of Marines, and I ain't know no motherfucking body. And I was seen a seat open, and I just sat in that motherfucking seat. What did I do in between that to let you go? This nigga stand on principle. Shit, you just was real about it, man. I came. I was like, bro. Uh, I introduced myself. He was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm from the shop. I was like, damn, I never met nobody from the shop before. How is that? You know what I'm saying? You want like, you know, stuck up. You want like, you know. Standoffish, you know what I'm saying? You was just, you was real, bro. So, you know what I'm saying? Real recognized real, you know what I'm saying? And then everything else is a rap from there. 
<laughs> what uh t- go connect that into the movie paid in full and why you love that movie so much because <laughs> it was real man it just showed you how greedy the game can get man like we uh we talk about paid in full a lot but it just shows you know um i'm glad like he didn't sugarcoat nothing you know what i'm saying like you know it showed you know how greedy what money can do you know mm. what i'm saying and everybody don't live on the same principles you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Everybody has a different goal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I've been watching. Um, <laughs> it's funny you mention that because I've been watching a lot of this Dane Dash, uh, Dane Dash interviews lately. You know what I'm saying? A man gotta have a cold, bro. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas these days, you know what I'm saying, don't have a cold. They don't live by the old principle. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. you you get into a lot of shit? So hold up. Yeah. You get into a lot of shit. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I knew it was the reason I wanted you on my show. Yo, this is the museum experience. I got my boy, Javon Thompson, from the Marine Corps. A real live digital Marine. It's okay if I call you like a millennial Marine. They call us millennial Marines, bro. Hey, what's the old girl on here too, right? Yeah, yes, you want to speak here. to Sassanine? Can, no. can I just touch up on that? Listen, when I was training, before I got dropped from my age, I was training on the enlisted side as a pulley. And the Oceanside uh, Recruiting Office over there at El Camino Real. And let me yeah. just say, the motherfucking day, I had a male squad leader. Because I don't know what the fuck gave me the idea I wanted to go into infantry. But this male squad leader, his name was Nick Jones. I think the kid is like 18 or 19 right now. He was so disrespectful. And he was on this high horse. And I, I sat there and I told that motherfucker, I got kicked out of the office for this. Mm. I was like, you, I was like, nigga, you think you made it? I was like, oh no, these Marines are gonna call you a fucking pogue and they're gonna eat you alive. Wait till you get to boot camp. So I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Man, fuck. Okay, before okay, let's do this because there's so many. Because we, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna do it in three parts. So look, I want you to go into what do you, tell me when we got off the phone. Tell me about your dad. And how that makes you feel And then I want you to talk about boot camp Oh my dad uh, About three weeks after I got home um, He had a heart attack uh, mm. You know what I'm saying Through everything through, You know through, like, Threw me a curveball So I had to deal with that um, He's out of the hospital now He went to He got out of the hospital Went to rehab And then he's home now But He's still You know It's baby steps You know what I'm saying Like he still gotta get so, you know, at least goddamn 80%, you know what I'm saying? He still got needs help walking, um, using the bathroom, all that stuff. So it just, it just shows, you know, life can throw you a curveball sometimes, but you just gotta, like, you know, so you still gotta catch that motherfucking man. But that's just, that's what I'm dealing with right now. Um, he's getting better, man, but slowly, like, you know, baby steps. So. How does that feel being a son taking care of his father? Is it, is it spiritual? That shit, man. I don't even know how to explain that shit, man. Because, like, you know, you know, vice versa, he'd probably do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, I'm here because of him. You know what I'm saying? But that shit is, like, <laughs> that's love right there, man. That's the ultimate love right there. You got to take care of your, uh, take care of your mom and your dad. You know what I'm saying? This is this is not no stranger. You know what I'm saying? This is blood. So it's, like, mm. it puts things to perspective. You know what I'm saying? With things, you know what I'm saying? Like, Right then and then, when that shit happened, bro, like, he died two times, and they brought him back. Um, Damn. 
you know, everybody, you know, it's the same, but you don't know, um, like, you don't know what it's like, you know what I'm saying, until it happens to you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can, like with somebody else, you care about somebody else going through some shit. Like, right. Like, oh, man, but you don't know until it hits you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know until it hits you. And that goes into many other things, too. But um, mm. you don't know until it hits you, bro. Like, when I find out, you know, he might not be living no more, bro. That shit, like, I'm thinking, like, damn, like, what I'm going to do? Like, I'm living with him, you know what I'm saying? What my mom going to do? Like, how we going to get through this? Like, That's deep, bro. Like, That's know, deep, like, man. Us, you know, you know what I'm saying? So that shit just goes into, like, you know, that that goes into, like, I speak briefly on this real quick. Like, Go uh, into it. these last shootings, bro, with the gun problem, you know, I know Whoa. you was That's when they gotta turn their savage up. Man, okay, okay, it's a lot it's a lot of energy. Hold on, let CC talk for a second. I feel like um going back to what you were saying, until it happens to you, then you're not passionate about it. Like nine eleven happened to me. And that's one of the reasons I wanted to enlist and join. Oh, you lost a loved one. I lost a lot of loved ones in 9-11. A lot of loved oh, ones. Wow. It happened to me. I'm from New York, so I lived it. I was there. So I, I get very passionate, and I argue with people. Like, I've lost friends over arguing about 9-11, Damn, you know? But I feel like with the situation with your dad, I had that kind of happen with my grandmother. And I feel yeah. like people of color, I feel like the hospital, sometimes they leave us for dead. Mm. You might have a point there, man, because he's in no shape to be home. Um, wow. Obamacare. We need it. <laughs> yeah, I feel that, man. When I say, bro, like, so with my dad's situation, Blue Cross Blue Shield covered him for, uh, oh. they said 100 days, but they cut it off at 35, bro. It was like, they didn't want to pay What? <laughs> Blue Cross Blue Shield was like, yo, damn, Blue Cross, damn, Blue, Cross Blue Shield, we need we answers. Streets need answers for this shit. He said we might have a lawsuit. Whoa. Yeah, sue them, sue them. That's what I was just about to go. I'm like, you came home at the right time. I said that. That was God like a motherfucker. Yeah. I was yeah. That was a blessing. That was a blessing that you came home when you did. That was a blessing. What if you re-enlisted? What do you think? I don't. You know what, man? I would have probably had to come home for a little while anyway. If that, if I was still in. Um, but that would have, but yeah, that would have affected your relationship with the Marine Corps because yeah, Marine Corps making you come back home, even though you want to take care of your dad, you probably would have had a vendetta against the Marine Corps. Yeah, they would have tried to kick him out somehow. Word. Hey, what part of New York you from? I'm from Southside Jamaica, Queens, from where Nicki Minaj and uh, 50 Cent oh, are from. Where I'm from? Well, I'm not from. Well, hey. I'm from Southside, Southside, I'm from Queens. Lefferts Boulevard and Woodhaven over there. Oh, okay, okay. I was born in Queens. The J Train. I claim it sometimes, but I really was. I really was raised in North Carolina, so I, I claim it when it benefits me. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to North Carolina. Huh? Shout out to North Carolina. Hey, hey. What part of North Carolina? Fayetteville. Nah, Durham. 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 Okay, Durham. yeah, yeah. He said that. <laughs> I watched this documentary on Netflix. It was this white writer. That nigga, he lived next to Durham. And then I was thinking, like, man, my nigga, uh, I wonder if what's her name know him. <laughs> A white writer? 
mean? Oh, it was a white writer. A white man. He was a writer. He 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 say his wife fell down a bunch of steps, but they said the way the blood splatter and everything happened. He was like, they was like, nah. He he killed his wife. He pushed her. Of course he did. Oh. So it was a deep ass documentary, but he lived in Durham. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Durham is man. Durham is. I don't even know how to explain Durham, bro. But it ain't it ain't much going on in Durham. You know what I'm saying? You can get caught up real quick. You know what mm. I'm saying? Um, but it is, you know, it just like any other city depends on who you hang out with. What's the What's you know the population what between uh, people of color and whites and Native Americans out there? Actually, it's it's half and half. I want to say, in, in, uh really? pretty much in in Durham. Um, but it's like you know what I'm saying. You got the hood, like any other place. You got you know the hoods. You got mm. you know. Um, you know, you got the good and the bad. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of crimes in Durham. Don't get me wrong, guys. It has a grimy side to it. Like this, this nine year old boy got shot maybe a couple weeks back. What? You know what I'm saying? Because they thought they thought he was somebody else. They get down like that, that in North Carolina? Yeah, they get it in. <laughs> yeah. That little nigga stole my lunch money. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> fuck y'all on in Durham, bro. Yeah, bro. Man, about but about that um that whole gun situation, man. I think um uh, I don't know if you watched the bones, but I think Chris Rock said that shit best, bro. Like, what do you say? Um, like a group of like so me and you couldn't can could kill like how can I put it? Uh, a group of people with our bare hands, like because you know how people always try to say it's not a gun problem, it's a mental, it's a mental health problem. But like, but like me and you couldn't like go off and just kill like twenty people with our bare hands. Or we couldn't really get away with probably stabbing people, stabbing like 20 people to death. Like guns, you know, have the, you know what I'm saying, have the element to kill multiple people at a time. You know what I'm saying? That's why you get all these, like, mass killing, mass shooting. I like how he just said that. He said you can't just go around killing people with your bare hands. He said guns, (laughs) right. You know, it's not a gun problem. It's a a people problem or it's a, you know, it's a mental health problem, but it's like... These motherfuckers taking guns, they killing all these people, and then what they do? It's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy. Yeah, they're just trying to get rid of our guns like they did Brazil. That's why the Brazil, their cops beat the shit out of them every day. There's an epidemic in Brazil. People don't even know about it. Wow. They disarmed them. They took their guns. You got to watch the videos, how, how the government and the police... They beat the shit out of Brazilians. That's why Michael Jackson made that video. No, uh, they don't care about us. The second version in Brazil, because it's a huge epidemic over there. That's what they're trying to do here in America. That's what Alex Jones. He made a whole film about it. And that guy from 9/11. He's like, they're gonna try to take our guns. And and I believe it. I used to be like, I'm not into conspiracies, but I see it little by little. Mm-hmm. I feel that. I feel that. Domestic terrorism, that's what we were talking about. Domestic these Trumpists. terrorism, these Trumpites. Yeah, man. What, what, uh, <coughs> uh, Harry, Harry, uh, Harry Spirit, uh, what's the name? Harry Spears? Harry right? The comedian? Yeah, he said, he, he's talking about how, like, white people have committed the biggest, um, like, crime in, like, you know what I'm saying? Crime in history, like, where it's like they have it. They have it, you know, where, you know, black people are to be feared all the time. And, you know, they have it. It's a misconception that black people are feared and we're the ones committing all these crimes. But in these last few years, man, there's nothing but white people that's doing all these mass shootings. True. That's true, man. They show their true it's colors, white, man. white people doing... When the last time you heard a black person shooting up and killing 15, 20 people at one time? Like, just going off. <coughs> nah, that's a white crime. That's a yeah, white crime. A white crime, but 
we commit proximity murder, so we game bang, and that's how we kill each other. But the media don't report on that because they think they've domesticated the idea of gang banging and black people, and that's dangerous. Because that means we'll be we'll be the ones to kill each other off because the news got not going to report it anymore. They just gonna be like, oh, that's just what they do. Yeah. That's why they don't care about Chicago. They don't report a lot of stuff that happens in Chicago. Yep, they don't give a fuck. Like, oh, it's black people. That's what they do. But you know, you know, I was talking to somebody, bro, and I, I heard that the media just highlights it. There was like his worst areas in Chicago, but it was like they really just, the media just want to do that to Chicago. It's true. They said. They said Baltimore, like, it's a media uh, agenda, yep. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely a media agenda. I think agenda. the top the top four cities that they they make New York sound like it's so bad, but it's actually pretty safe. I think Chicago's worse than New York, <coughs> Jersey, DC, and Baltimore. Those are the top four cities. And probably Louisiana. After 9-11, a lot of the crime died out. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's funny, man. I'm actually going to school for, uh, I'm actually, uh, pursuing criminal justice right now. Me too. Uh, <coughs> yeah, look at that. Yo, yeah, match made That's what we were right talking now. about. We were like, us people of color, doesn't matter who you are, we need to educate ourselves. <coughs> Who our senators are We need to educate ourselves In the justice system We need to be our own cops Policing ourselves Because that's the only way We're going to get away From this police brutality Right You got to understand The law ourselves Exactly Yeah yeah. Let me me tell you I've been This is something I'm interested in And I was like This shit might save my life One day It will It will let me tell. Let me tell you What happened to me I've been booked before I got booked Because my homegirl she got locked up and I was with her, so they send us both to booking. So I was waiting on my arraignment or whatever to go see the judge for the next day. And it was it was mostly her. I was just there. I was just guilty by association. I didn't do anything. So they had to drop the charges. I knew my rights and I told them that. And they tried not to give me food. When you're locked up, one of your one of your rights is that they provide you with a meal. Because they were like, all we have is peanut butter and jelly today. I was like, well, I'm allergic to peanuts. And the white cop looked at me and he was like, well, I guess you're not going to eat today. And I was like, well, I know my rights. I can sue you. And he provided me with a meal that same day. If you know your rights, they won't fuck with you. Trust me. Yeah, he was trying to starve me. That's how they get down in New York, nigga. Not just New York, anywhere. If you don't know your rights, that's true. And they look at you as ignorant, they're yeah. gonna be like, "We're gonna run do whatever all over we do, whatever we want to this." Even as a security guard, when I work security, because I'm a private security, so the police would come and try to like, you know, arrest the people that live there in the residency. And I'm like, "Excuse me, sir, do you have a warrant?" And they look at me like I'm fucking crazy, like I'm some kind of rookie. I'm like, "Sir, the law is the law. You need a warrant in order to, you know." come in here that's the law so then they have to go now and go get a warrant that's what i'm saying if you know your rights they cannot fuck with you look what jay-z yeah. said when they try to search his car well you don't need a warrant for that yeah right yeah, you See? yeah. yeah you justice is the way it's the future we need to be our own politicians our own police that's why i'm so passionate about it it was one point when I was in, it still can happen when i was thinking it was gonna be like if, if, if this shit don't like stop like you know with cops killing, you know, unarmed black, you know, and unarmed, you know, blacks or Latinos, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can see it being a race war breaking out soon, like, for real. Of course, there's gonna be another Watts. 
I swear, like, this shit keep happening, and you know, but then, you know, you get, and then, you know, the child, you know, commences, and then what they say, what the judge say, like, not guilty, like, this mm-hmm. motherfucking man. And it's dangerous yeah. because it's interesting that it started happening to the black men. Now they they did it to a Latino guy recently out here in California, and now they're starting to shoot white people that are minorities. That's the crazy part. See, even when they brought in when they brought in cocaine and they brought in the drugs, they try to put it in the Latin and the black community, and it extended into the white community. Now you got white people that are all on drugs, prescription pills. Motherfuckers be on prescription pills or they be doing that crystal. There you go. Yeah. It's gonna extend this police brutality. They call that shit something else. They call you know what I'm saying? They cover that shit up. Yeah. (laughs) They cover that shit up. Rest in peace to little Pete and Mac Miller. Yep. Oh word, rest in peace. Oh, is it an anniversary today or something? No, they just caught the uh, person that was responsible for Mac Miller's death for the opioids. Everybody's dying from fentanyl, man. Fentanyl. Oh damn! I didn't even know, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I, I said. I want to say, man, because uh, yesterday or not, or what? Two days ago, I just want to say rest in peace, uh, big man. Legend big, you know, legend of Brooklyn, big. Um, twenty-five years since Ready to Die, my favorite album of all time. Yeah. I gotta shout that out. And Tupac's uh, <laughs> death anniversary, anniversary too. Was on the oh, really? Tupac, yeah, yeah Tupac death anniversary. You gotta, rep- you gotta always acknowledge the legends. Look at that, a revolutionary. They they couldn't, they wanted to keep him quiet. Mm. And Tupac said yeah. it was it was police that went in the jail and told him that Biggie was the one that set him up to get shot. Police told him that. Oh, wow. They wanted him to kill each other. Yep. They, they said whenever a black man gets too powerful, they got to kill him. Yep, there it goes. They got to kill him. That's why I said, I'm going to die a martyr. Mm. That's some, it's, some, it's, some, it's, some, it's some shit today. He said when the black men get too powerful. Because you think about how powerful, like, I just watched interviews with Tupac and just listen to him talk. Like, yeah, he was so much deeper than rap. Like, he was just, like, he probably could have been a politician. But, like, yep. some of the shit he was saying, just like, damn, bro, you only, like, 23, 24. That's what I be saying, how young he was saying all that shit. Yeah, That's how you, yeah, that just show you how deep his mama man. was, though. His mama was and deep as fuck. Did a good job. Yeah, like he was smart. His mama was deep. Street smarts, right? Anybody. She defended herself, pregnant in the United States court, and won. That is, that is. That's what I mean. That people yeah, do not talk about that. And her mom right. was a genius. Her mom was a, his mom was a genius, know bona fide genius. Right. Bona fide genius. Nobody he talks about her. He cultivated his womb in prison, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I think, man, I just respect their legacies, man. I try to watch, you know. You can't really watch the movies, man. A lot of people think they did a bad job on all the movies. But um, you got to just watch the documentaries and you got to watch the interviews. They yeah. Did, you know what I'm saying? I can't stop watching the documentaries and shit. shit. I be telling people, they be believing everything they see in the movie. I'm like, but that shit never happened, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? The movie is just... Manipulate. That's, that's a lie. It's a little piece yeah. of Yeah. It's a lie, man. I it's even a little I mean, piece of it. I mean, the interview was good, but even some of that shit that happened, man, they ain't never... From what I heard, man, you wasn't putting hands on Easy Ian and Compton, bro. You know, ain't nobody was doing that, bro. He got serious rank out there. Like, yeah, that's what I heard, too. Nobody was yeah, fucking with him. Like, beat up, you know, go to the studio by himself, man. I, that shit, that was like, a lot of people said that shit that happened, bro. Too crazy, like, yeah. That shit is strong, bro. Punch it. Yo, Thompson... I appreciate you for coming on the podcast, bro. Yeah, 
saying, bro? I gotta come back, man. I'll be busy, man. But whenever, whenever I can come back. Nah, man. well, this was part one. Think about if there's anything specific you want to say for part two. You know, I think that'll be beautiful, and I think we definitely gonna touch on your boot camp experience in part two. <laughs> no sex hey, in boot camp. Touch on yours, bro. <laughs> I'm a definitely, we definitely gonna go into that, but I also wanna go into, uh, like, on this part two, because we're coming up on 25 minutes. Part two, I wanna go into when you were born, were there any dream, like, and you know, what was your, did your parents try to put off any kind of ambition on you and stuff like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was their vision? So, what was your vision for joining the Marine Corps? You know what I'm saying? I really wanna, I'm gonna have all these topics written and it's gonna be ready for part two, but that's just something to think about. For the next time. Well, hey man, yeah man. Hey, good talking to y'all, man. Good talking to you. Love you. Yeah, You're God bless host. you, bro. Yeah, yeah. God bless you, man. You and your son, man. Like, baby, her. Hopefully everything. You told me about a little bit of drama that was going on with that. Hopefully everything, you know, come together and work out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely gonna work out. It's working out right now. Saying a hey. baby daddy. Hey man. Hey, this is the patron saying the baby daddy. Yeah, come out here. Come out here. My boy Tops, he gonna come out here and party with the patron saying the baby daddies. This is your boy, the museum. I'm the hottest rapper alive, sitting next to the other hottest rapper alive. Her name is Cece Nova Kane. I'm All the things princess, entertainment. entertainment. And this is our guest, Javon Thompson. <laughs> that should sound like a recording. <laughs> it's not available. <laughs> <laughs> say your slave name, Corporal. <laughs> say your slave names. What's your slave name? <laughs> your Marine Corps name. What we got to call you? Your Marine Corps name. Corporal <laughs> Hell yeah. Corporal of the Guard. Corporal of the Guard. Hell no! (laughs) Yeah, this nigga used to have me dying in fucking schoolhouse, bro. This is my fucking roommate, bro. Hey, bro, we used to stay laughing. We used to uh, do insanity in our room. That shit used to be hilarious, yo. Yo, we gotta make Buddhist people do insanity. That shit is dope. It's like this videotape you watch and it burns sweat, but oh, insanity. yeah, yo, insanity. That shit that shit yo, works. that shit works, bro. That's the first thing we used to do with Buddhists is insanity. We used to do used that to, shit. We used, used to bump insanity. J Cole. We used to bump the Kendrick I used album. Insanity for my MMA training, actually. That's that shit works. That's the key and for MMA. That's that what shit a lot works. of the coaches use. Man, bro. I respect that you do that. When's your next fight? October twentieth is going down. I'm fighting for Coles and Rufu, and I will have I will have a a hoodie on that says I am Trayvon. There we go. Oh, that's tough. Okay. I might get blackballed a little bit, but I don't give a fuck. Yo, that's dope. I'ma come out to formation. <laughs> they gonna hate me. They gonna be like this fucking bitch. Yo, your shit gonna be live as fuck. You got live performance by your boy the museum. They Yahweh performing live. Soon as the fight is over, soon as she takes her title belt, we gonna perform live. That's the next venue. We gonna walk out. We gonna be like point them out, point them out. Yup. Oh, you go back up top. Huh? Um, I was just out there. I'm about to go right after my fight. I'm gonna go because my brother's on deployment. Mm. Oh, 
like a real deployment. Like shit's getting tough in Afghanistan right now. We're gonna, we're about to start losing people. We lost some people already, but I don't want to talk about it on here. Obsec, obsec, obsec. Oh word. I'm always going to New York for family, and somebody died. Like I want to really go to New York and experience it for what it is. You know where you need to go? Well, we all need to go. There's this place called Newburgh in New York. It's like upstate. It's beautiful. It's just nature, and you can meditate wow, out there. They go. got it's beautiful. We just it's sold that shit. She just. And that's gonna be why we record our next album, and Newburgh, could, New York. And we could drive just a couple hours to Niagara Falls, right there. Boom, beautiful. Oh shit! Fuck. Let's go. Let's do let's that. Do it. Road trip. Road trip. Yo. Bring the weed. <laughs> off the record, off the record. Obsec, obsec. Yo, I love you, Thompson. <laughs> we will be in touch. We, I'm a, um, I'm a tag you as soon as I post this. Uh, the radio, the, the radio show up. All right, bro. Hey, be man. Y'all, y'all be good, man. All right, bro. Bye. Peace.